Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to empower, encourage, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Or as some folks say, how you doing? (laughs) I couldn't help it. I didn't need to do that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you? I have had, you know, the the holiday just passed. It was Labor Day, you know, and we salute all of those, oh my gosh, that have fought for us. Um, But on my block, there was a three alarm fire. Mm. I said, oh my goodness. I don't know how it started. We'll find out because, you know, the certain neighbors, they'll, they'll know everything. So, <laughs> but we'll find out what happened. But thank the Lord. No one was hurt. You know, everyone got out and, you know, it was such a, such, such a shame. But anywho, <clears throat> you know, we had problems all over the place. We had problems in our own backyard. And in the South, we have a global problem. And now that there has been you know, there's already been a battle, you know, Roe v. Wade. And something has come up to even contest that in Texas. So wait, wait, we already had, wait, there's voter suppression in Texas as well as some other states. But there's also the right to, um, how would you say it, for reproductive health has been, um, you know, put on on stage. Uh, so we have, <clears throat> now that there's a law banning abortions uh, to what? Up until six weeks, is, is that correct? That or is- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At six weeks, you cannot have an abortion. That's what it is. Um, and... Well- it's after six weeks. You can go up to six. Up to six weeks, right? And then, but after that, there you cannot have an abortion, right? <clears throat> and this is this is something that is affecting um, those that have been involved in incest, rape. They, they don't even. They don't care. They don't care. Now, let let me just say this. I don't condone. Or believe that a child should be aborted. Okay? We don't do that. I I do think that as just as Jesus, as God has given us the option to follow him or not, that also should be an option for that person. Okay? There, again, you have people saying... Don't don't abort these babies. But then you have these are the same people that have an issue once you go on welfare. You know, you know, you're not aborting these babies or or, or what about they're not adopting them. They're not doing anything to help them, but they don't want you to do that. Okay, I have a problem with that 
because these same said people, they don't want you to abort these children because what? They're pro-lifers, pro-life. Pro-life is not something, excuse me, that should just be for one stage of life. It shouldn't be. It should be all stages because life is everyone, whoever is alive at any age, they're living. If you're going to be pro-life, meaning that, and their meaning, and their thought pattern, that a child should not be aborted, then you should not be executing people because they're just, they just look different. I mean, am I right or wrong? Well, here we're talking about, yes, a pro-lifers choice being put on, you know, stage here. And we're also talking about, you know, men primarily who are making a decision about what will or will not happen with a woman's body. And we're not talking about medical professionals. We're talking about supposedly their job is to be lawmakers. And this is now a moral issue that you're putting against a political decision. Again, like you, I am not in agreement with abortion. Life, you know, they call it the heartbeat bill. So in their eyes, conception does not begin the beginnings of life. So for six weeks, you're not technically carrying around a baby in their eyes. So, you know, and that's a whole different issue for me altogether. Yeah. See, in my eyes, life begins at the moment conception starts. Exactly. When that sperm meets that egg, that is the beginning phase of life. You know, you want to get into technicalities of biology. Oh, it's just an embryo. Nah. It is a life. I mean, but see, for them to say it's just an embryo, but there's stages. First, you have to get to the embryonic stage. You know, yeah. you, you've got to there because if 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 you're not if it's not alive, then it's not growing. See, that's that's what they're missing the concept when when a, a a seed a seed is a seed once it's planted it's watered it's nurtured it it's it it has its what it needs to grow it then becomes out of that seed and it blooms into whatever type of seed you plant it whatever that is but it's still alive the seed is now if nothing grows it's not viable okay but if this if this once again, in, at the beginning of conception, when that sperm penetrates that, that egg, it's on and popping. <laughs> That's it. It's a life. It is it a is life alive. that we're talking. It is growing. There's a cycle to it and it, it's, it grows. There are stages to get to the embryonic stage, which means that it has to grow and develop to that, even to that stage, which means it is alive. Absolutely. 
Now, I see where the Attorney General Merrick B. Garland said today that the Justice Department would continue to protect women who seek an abortion in Texas Mm -hmm. after the state has enacted a near complete ban on the procedure going into effect. And he and I quote here, he says, we will not tolerate violence against those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services. Mr. Garland said in the statement and the department will provide support from federal law enforcement when an abortion clinic or reproductive health center is under attack. Now, we have gone so far beyond, so far beyond, you know, and I know this is on a different subject, but here we're trying to, these people have decided that, you know, for whatever reason they have not, they will not want to carry this baby, but then you have the government saying, yes, you will. So once that baby is here and this mother is no longer, because see, now we just focusing on the mother, but here this baby comes, but this mother is in no social or financial position to raise this child. But yet this same government says, well, nope, you can't collect welfare. No, you can't, you know, God forbid if your baby was conceived by somebody from a different country, they're likely to deport your child. I mean, it's just, unfathom the whole restrictive things. There was a woman that went into uh, a, a healthcare center to get a checkup only to find out that she was five and a half weeks pregnant. But here we are, we're in the middle of a pandemic and she tested positive for oh, goodness. So that meant <clears throat> she couldn't get an abortion because of the isolation requirement which is two weeks if you test positive for COVID. So five plus two is seven, seven and a half weeks. So that puts her one and a half weeks behind the government's allowance for uh, termination, which is six weeks. And, you know, they're not considering so many things. So someone statistically uh, a healthcare worker was saying that 70 to 90% of the women don't find out that they're actually pregnant until, until it's beyond six weeks. That's true. That so, is true. Again, you know, you have, you have less, you do have your outliers. You have a woman who has been sexually assaulted, but she decides, you know, not to go to the police and all of that. And that's a whole different story. But then she finds out she's pregnant so now she's been a victim of a violent act which is considered breaking the law but the law says you need to have this baby so in all of this where are these men being made responsible these women did not have what is called immaculate conception There's no responsibility laid to these men. So why isn't the government going to make this a twofold? If she can't, if she can't terminate it, when it gets here, you will take care of it. Exactly. But the other thing is that I give them. Okay. 
put the I want to put my child up for adoption. If this, if you're going to have me carry this child, first of all, one, you, you want me to carry the child, pay for the, pay for the medical bills, pay for all that. I'm not pay for the medical bills. I want to also put the baby up for adoption. I I think that is something that, um, and, and, and I'm, when I'm saying this in terms of if, um, in terms of incest, in terms of, of rape, um, that, that type of thing, the government, if the government's going to say no, then they need to pay for certain things. They need to say, okay, well, once you have this, this child will go up for adoption and it's in, it's it's in, it's documented because again, like you said, there are so many young girls. There are so many women that have been molested, that have been raped, that have been, you know, and, and, and the, aftermath or the product of it is is a child and then where are they you know they may not have the means to do this they may not have I mean well what happens when it it, oh lord help me Jesus I really don't want to think about that but what happens if the child is 12 years old 13 years old and is raped have is incest has you know it's been molested and that child is pregnant. What happens then? Are you, are they going to say, oh, because you have to remember at 12 and 13, their bodies are still maturing. They're not, I mean, yes, you might think, oh, well, you know, uh, back in, in, during, you know, the old testaments and the new testaments, there are 13 year olds having babies. Okay. We're not talking about thousands of years ago. We're talking about today. Mentally, these children are not, they're children, children, having children that first of all is mentally just whatever happened to them prior to getting pregnant mentally. That's one thing. Then they're having to something, something is growing inside of them mentally that is destroying them. So you have to think about certain things like that. And again, who doesn't think like that? Men. Sorry, men. I'm sorry, but y'all, y'all don't, <laughs> y'all don't think like that. But you no, know, let's go back here too. When you're talking about a situation um, where you have um, a family member molesting a young child, now again, some of these young kids are emotionally unprepared to even process what is happening to them, and they're put in situations of fear. If you tell anybody, you know, I'll kill the whole family. If you tell anybody, I'll kill you, you know. So now, again, you have this young child in a situation. And then to your point, this child comes up pregnant and then musters up enough courage. But now this child is already starting to show. Of course, mother may be going to jail because she's about to kill somebody. <laughs> That's another. If she hasn't subject, already. Right. <laughs> um, but now you're forcing an underage child who has no job, who has, who's not even finished their education to have a child and be forced into adulthood. And then now the burden becomes that of the mother 
of trying to provide for this new life. There are so many circumstances that people are not even considering these lawmakers primarily, and they're making every portion of this, this choice or not having a choice to fall on the shoulders of the female, you know, and I think it's disgusting. I saw someone posted a, a on social media, a cartoon, and it was men in chastity belts. Maybe that's the answer to this law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's all because everything seems to always fall on the feminine side, you know, yeah. and even, you know, and I'm just going to, man has men and I'm not just saying man as in, as in everybody, but men have developed certain things that are just not very comfortable for women, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm even just going to go off a little bit. Uh, they, they made the speculum. They made the, um, the uh, mammogram. <laughs> a woman did not do that. Okay. I'm just saying <laughs> Because if, no. if, that, if 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 a if if a man had to get his his scrotum smashed, oh, it would be a totally different type of, of of electronic device. If if a man had to, aside from disease, if a man had to have something inserted into his his penis, you know, it would be a totally different mechanism. But no, no, no. Uh, they do. <laughs> no, I said aside do. from aside from disease. That's what I'm saying because I know they. Well, will no, do that. no, no. But I'm talking about so- on a on a yearly basis if they had to do that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, it, it it's just you know the things that that men do that w- that women have to endure is just is it's disheartening. It's pathetic, it, and it's just downright insensitive and barbaric. It's not even any any sense of compassion for what women feel. And but the um, problem, this I, is the crazy thing though. I'm sorry to cut you off. The crazy thing is that if we weren't here, where would these lawmakers come from? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But go ahead, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, in terms of like some sort of compassion, uh, someone I did know. Um, a few years back, he's a, he's an actually OBGYN, and part of their training was to take off their undergarments, get in the stirrups, and just in some way feel how a woman feels with her uh, genitalia exposed to basically what is considered a stranger, and put your feet up in the stirrups. And... I mean, I know we've heard men say, you know, after watching women give birth, they have such the, of the utmost respect and compassion for what women go through to bring life into into the world. But he said that was the most humbling experience he had ever experienced in his life. But like, I mean, that's that's and okay. I'm not saying that that's not nothing but it's really nothing compared to what if he said i uh put my scrotum on a mammogram machine and had him smushed i mean seriously well there have been men there have been men who have actually had to get mammograms so they no that i know that but not i'm not talking about that i'm talking about down below that's where i'm talking about because they don't really do too much 
we we have to we deal with yearly we deal with um exams both top and bottom and so i just i feel that it could because i mean it's uncomfortable but i feel that if a man had to do that the system the devices would be made differently yeah just, i mean when their plums are checked it's oh, a yeah. man a manual thing but right. now they're at it figures now they're trying to seek a little pill they can just take and then get the measurement from via that way i said you know it's always yeah it's always you know to to check their levels rather than squeeze the plum mm-hmm. from an exam but again women as women we are picked and prodded and probed so much um and I know some people say, well, it's all Eve's fault. Well, it ain't totally Eve because Adam was there with her, but that's another subject. Um, you know, it, it we do go through a lot to bring life into this world. And, you know, even in the process of that, there have been many women who've not even survived. Right. Um, you know, and there have been many babies that have not, gone through full gestation to survival yeah but it's just very sad and and i think so there are so many women that take offense to men making a a choice and having such a narrow parameter and not considering all of the outliers as it pertains to this subject matter of uh abortion and 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 Go ahead. I'm sorry. On another note, we have another, uh, and yes, I feel this is so political because we know that Texas is a Republican state. Well, we have South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham who made comments to young women, you know, to live in South Carolina. You're safe. You may come and live in, in South Carolina as long as you are, and I quote, liberal. They welcome pro-lifers and embrace religious values. See, don't get me started. See that? that, and, that you know what? That sounds to me like some of the handmaid's tale. <laughs> come on now, who follow See, traditional? Who, uh-uh. No, but in their minds, who follow traditional family structure, immigrants and African Americans, you're fine too, as long as you are uh, conservative. You know, and it's just but like see, you want to put stipulations on the safety of young women living in the state of South Carolina, as long as they embrace your values, as long as they follow your rules, as long as they make the interpretation of the law according to your standards. Blessed be. You know, uh-uh. so <laughs> don't see, don't don't do that. Don't but do see, that. It's it's just oh my gosh! It, you know, a lot of these lawmakers, Lindsey Graham included, I can guarantee you, if you gave them a test on the reproductive system, they would fail it. Oh, absolutely. They absolutely. would fail it. And and on top of that, you have these same people that are making these laws that have had the women that see these conservatives um, that have cheated on their wives, you know, because see, that's the that's the, the traditional family, right? Cheated on their wives. And these 
women that they've cheated with have had been pregnant and oh wait a minute they have gotten abortions to cover it up those people these are the same people that have done that yeah and that and their their justification of well there was no law so it was okay oh really so which side of the bridge are you going to stand on the bridge of morality as you see it or the bridge of just the law Mm -hmm. as you want see these are fence straddlers to me they want to straddle the fence and whichever way it they feel it goes to their advantage or their favor, do they lean that way? I mean, and it's just and, it's just disgusting. And this all goes back to when the the Israel oh gosh, the Hebrews were just begging for a king. They didn't want to let God lead them. They no, we want a king, we want a ruler, we want a king. And God said, okay, I'm going to give y'all this king, but I'm going to just say this. Y'all ask for it. And this is exactly what we're seeing. I mean, you know, let's, it, it, it's just, it's really, oh my gosh, I can't even, I, it, it really is disheartening. Well, I don't know. I stand a little <laughs> beyond this whole thing of being given a king, but see, these these lawmakers. Let's but that, but that's what I'm saying. But the what I'm law- saying is that the king did make the law. You know, but it, of course, it, it, it established different types of sex, um, you know, once we matured in, 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 or progressed in the years, you know, they said, okay, so the king can't just do everything himself. So we've got to set this up and set this up. I'm just saying it all stemmed from that. No, 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 no. I totally understand. I mean, it was just like when the, when God told Moses, look, you got to break these people up into tribes because this is too much. Everybody coming to you for everything. Right. You know, so and again, it like you said, it par- it parallels what our government system is like. But then it also you you also have to consider what they what what they what they deem is correct of separation of church and state. And they're which, please. They want to whenever it suits them. That's when they put the church in. If it yeah. doesn't, then they take it out. It's, it's they're, they're flip floppers. See, well, a yeah. double minded man they, is unstable in all of his ways. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, well, they want to take a moral issue and make it political. And it's no different than the whole process of us protecting one another in this pandemic by wearing a mask. They want to make it a political thing. And the very people that are following the rules or following those who have established such, the people that established it are the very ones that figure out how they can work around it if their loved ones fall into a situation of pregnancy. Oh, of course. Okay. So now you're going to take little Susie to another state, even though you govern over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you're doing. doing. And any other kind of mess that they get themselves into, that's what they're going to do. Now, the judge in Texas, her name is Maya Guerrera Gamble. She made a statement saying she's out of uh, the Travis County uh, District Court. And she was saying that the law would enforce uh, that's if enforced by private citizens, which that allows them to a private citizen can go after anyone in the health profession if they aid or bed someone in an abortion and they can win like ten thousand dollars if they're if they win their case plus their attorney fees but she's saying that this creates a probable irreparable and imminent injury Mm -hmm. in the interim 
to these abortion providers. And basically what she's saying there is if this happens, then this now can go before the Supreme Court to make a ruling. Because we, remember this this type of thing. Not I, I won't say the law, but remember with plant and even we're talking about because they they mention reproductive health because reproductive health just does not mean you know the, uh, for abortions it means the caring of the reproductive organs. It's, yeah, it's like you the, know getting clinic. getting your pap smear. But right. see what they're doing is they're trying to use these words to really go against Planned Parenthood. Yes, and so. And we've had issues with protesters and violence, you know, put on these clinics and things like that. And it's just it's just sad because you're giving people a license to do certain things. And I'm like, people are crazy. You know, these people are crazy. Well, that's why the the Justice Department said that they will protect people if they're going to these places and violence takes out. No, and I understand that. But do you 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 said we're going to protect if if they already know that this is going to happen, <laughs> so well, that's why you know they that they you know they're never reactionary until things until happen, things and happen, that's basically what the judge is even saying. She's like, "Well, it's only when somebody's injured and all of that that we'll hear this case. You know that it'll it can reach levels beyond the state level and go to the Supreme Court, of which the Supreme Court says." right now that they have to stand behind the state law in terms of what is being put in place. And again, it's always in all of these situations when a life is lost or someone is rendered possibly helpless that they decide, oh, well, let's further look at this because this can be a problem now. Like why? Can't but you we, knew it was a why problem before, even of, when exactly, there was a law. Wait a minute. Why can't we get in front of the problem when we see a train headed for an accident because it costs money see that's the thing it's a it's a money thing it's a political thing wait a minute the money thing ain't gonna change because if it it, again if it reaches epic proportions where injury is a result then now the court has to step in and that person has to be issued some monitor monetary uh uh out payout to resume some sort of quality of life. And we shouldn't have to go this way all the time. This, I mean, and what happened to the whole level of democracy? Hearing what the people say, taking a reanalysis of the constraints that you're trying to put on in terms of this narrow timeline. And back to your point, yeah, most of these lawmakers know nothing about biology, physiology, or any realm of medicine, but yet they want to make a declaration of how things should go. They know nothing about when life begins. Read a book. Ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> Woo! what you say? <laughs> I know it gets, it gets your blood to boil and things like that because ignorance and see, and that's the thing that's, what's fueling a lot of this is ignorance. You don't know. And see, the problem is, is that they're like, well, I'm okay because I got money. And if anything happens, like you said, I can go to the next state. Mm-hmm. I can get this taken care of. But then, then you have this whole issue of, oh, you're so lazy. You got all these kids and then you can't work. Well, uh, there's a law that said that I couldn't do anything and 
you know. But again, and you're not making the father of this child responsible. Exactly, that, and that's what needs to happen too. See, I guess because y'all out here in these streets, see, bumping my thing elbows. Is that you on... you impre- you impregnate a woman, and you don't take care of it. Clink clink. Yeah, this is this is so. All right, you're going to take care of this child. That's it. There are fines. There are. I mean, you put a put them on a probationary period because I won't say clink clink because you can't really work and be in jail at the same time. But there will be a probation period. Now, if you don't take care of this child during this probationary period and supplement days after, you will be arrested. Mm -mm -mm. It is because this is the most unprecedented and restrictive law in this country's history so far. They call it Senate Bill 8 or the heartbeat law. And they it actually includes that there are no exceptions for pregnancies caused by rape or incest. So you're saying that a crime committed against anyone, doesn't matter what any child, or any adult of rape or incest in the in the way of incest if this a child under age is being raped that's considered a crime but they're they're wiping that off the plate like so now you're again here you are exonerating these men in the way of responsibility and now you're taking blind's eye to a crime I'm sorry. Let me retract what I said about clink clink probation. You don't take care of these babies. We're just going, and I'm going to say it. We're going to cut, we're going to cut you. We are going to castrate you. That's all. (laughs) Because, I mean, yeah, that, see, the the threat of jail and, oh, I ain't got to do this, but I can still go. No, uh uh. No, because you want to you want to make babies say, not take care of them. Yeah, they'll say, castrate. "Oh, that ain't not, not been there before." Yeah, yeah, I'll I'm just okay. Ca- castration. And here again, to your point, here you are back on state dollars, tax dollars, mm-hmm. taking care of you and lawmakers who invested in prisons because we know that's a big business for them. That's more money in their pockets to travel to the French Riviera and everywhere else and, <laughs> and send their little niece and cousin and sweetie pie to some other uh, state See, to get a termination. I would just say stick a needle in and drain <laughs> all drain. of those little, just drain them out. That's it. Yep. Walk around with your limp noodles and <laughs> because it doesn't your make spaghetti and meatballs. Yep. <laughs> It don't matter. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be sounding crass. But yeah, it's because it's it's ridiculous. It is really ridiculous. And I'm I'm listeners, we apologize, but this is a it's just being passionate. This is because it just doesn't make any sense. You know. And I know, look, we can go and on one go one last thing, and it's sickening that there are women that sanction this. Ah! You know what? You talk about demons in politics and the government is right there it's right there that is nothing but complete witchcraft when you are trying to control a person or people for 
some sort of frivolous game. That that is utter demonic witchcraft. That that's what it is. You know, I know some people are like, what does she mean, witchcraft? Witchcraft is when there is a controlling spirit there. See, you know how that you know you've seen things, you know, with witches and stuff, and they they're con- boil, boil, toil, and trouble. Yeah, they're controlling things with that Jezebel spirit. <laughs> you know, okay. so it's it is that's it's that's nothing but the enemy and that's what he wants and sometimes we fall into these traps but we've got to stay lucid we've got to stay prayed up you got to cover yourself and your family and your friends with the blood of jesus because this thing is getting real intense it's all the more of why we go back to what the scripture says that to train up a child in the way in which he should go. And when he's older, he won't depart from it. Having conversations with your, your children about their sexuality. These are things that you need to understand that now the government is trying to put restrictions on you know, people are so quick. It is my body. I do what I want to do. But it goes back to also values and not just skirting the issue by interpreting a portion of the scripture to suit what you want. But what does God's word totally say? You know, that if you're this fornicator, you ain't no better than nobody out here who's the, the infidel. So, You have to understand that there are values and there are repercussions that you may embrace that this world does not acknowledge, that this world does not lay claim to the same things. But we have to do what we we are instructed to by God's word to give counsel to our children, not let them be in a place. And I'm not just saying just our children, but remember these young women start out as children, you know, and, you know, people, oh, well, they make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We've all fallen short. Absolutely. The glory of God. Yes, indeed. But, you know, it's important that, that people, young people, especially are armed with all of the information because, you know, listening to somebody whisper sweet and trying to offer you the world. And then all of a sudden now you are in a situation of possibly bringing life into this world. Well, the world says he's off the hook. It's on you now. That's what the world says. He's off the hook. And here you are in a situation, not financially, emotionally, or economically in any wise prepared to raise a child because here you are yet a child yourself. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know we can go on and on about this and get even more intense. (laughs) But we want to leave you with a word of prayer. Mel, do you want to pray? Sure. 
Heavenly Father, we do thank you and praise you, God. We thank you, Lord God, for every listening ear out there, Father. We ask God that our that people arm themselves and educate themselves, not just what's out in the media, but know what things are applicable to you in the state where you live and also embrace those things and those values that you have been trained and raised up in. Father, we just ask God that you just bless and comfort each and every listener. Father God, those that have found themselves in a situation of making a decision Father, we ask that the lines of communication among parents and friends be open and that they attain to wise counsel. Father, we just ask God that you continue to watch over and guide not only the lawmakers, those that are in the healthcare profession, Father God, to make the right decision according to that which you have put within their hearts and minds. Father, we are so grateful for all that you have done and continue to do, that you will continue to cleanse man from all unrighteousness as you are faithful and just. We say thank you for it, and we say amen and amen. Amen, amen. And if if our listeners or those that you know do not know the Lord, we ask you, Father, to tug on heartstrings that they repent and turn unto you, and knowing that you love them and care for them deeply, that you died on the cross and you have been raised and you are with us still. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, if you see something strange, hear something odd, always remember to say, what you say? Until next time, we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.